Hello, hello, my sweet, sweet friends, and welcome to the Spiritual Hot Mom Shit Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Lace, and this is the podcast where we are going to talk about all things spiritual hot mom shit. And let me point out that this podcast is not going to be just for mom moms. This is for honestly everyone spiritual hot dog moms spiritual hot plant moms spiritual hot step moms just like spiritual hot mom is a vibe you know what i mean i don't think a lot of people know that spiritual hot mom shit was actually a joke at first uh my nickname in high school was milf so one of my very first tiktoks that went viral was my crystals for my nursery or like a sneak peek of my nursery tour and I was showing the crystals and I was like oh I thought I would show you guys the crystals for the nursery spiritual hot mom shit a total joke and then it started to catch on it was very funny um and I feel like spiritual hot mom shit people are finally catching on to and it feels like our own little corner of the internet I am coining the term 100 mother effing percent it was me 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 very Aries claiming it. Um, <laughs> but welcome to the podcast, my sweet, sweet friends, my spiritual hot moms. I just wanted to make it very clear with an open heart that no matter who you are, you are welcome in this podcast and I hope it serves you in some way. My intention with this podcast is not only to create a space where you feel inspired and you know you feel loved and you feel welcome, but it's also a space to just share my journey as a mom and I feel that there's a very black and white energy, very, you know, things are very divided in the mother world. Um, So this is just a little place where uh, it's a little brighter, it's a little happier, it's a little more accepting. So... I am just so excited to start this journey together and I just want to say just thank you for all of the love and the the support. I started my TikTok, which is where most of you guys found Spiritual Hot Mom Shit. I started my TikTok because I felt like I didn't have a lot of people to share my pregnancy with. I felt like I didn't have a lot of people I was connecting to and the Spiritual Hot Mom Shit Instagram was again just another place to share and I think the epitome of what I want to bring to spiritual hot mom shit, the total vibe of spiritual hot mom shit is whenever I read comments like, oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, I wish I could think this. It's all about embodying this now. This is the place where we are coming for inspiration, for radiant living. We are turning motherhood back into magic and we are creating a life we love and treating ourselves as people we love, especially as mothers. I have been online for a very long time and I know that you know into my journey I started creating self-love and manifesting courses and really teaching on the law of attraction and self-love and these things and I read so much about moms always feeling like they couldn't do it they didn't feel like it applied to them and now that I'm in my motherhood journey I understand where that perspective can come from so more than anything I want this to be a space for people no matter who you are to have the reminder that you are a person who is worthy of being chosen. You are a person who is worthy of being chosen, but you have to be the one to choose you first. So often we can be like, oh, I don't know why people treat me this way. But the bigger question is, why do I let people treat me this way? Where am I treating myself this way? So, you know, I think that as much as spiritual hot mom shit is like a community vibe of like sharing everything, it is just that. It is just me sharing my journey. I felt and still feel that there's these two parts of motherhood online 
design where it's super curated and over polished and we're comparing ourselves to that being like holy shit I've never seen their baby cry does my baby hate me to then the like forced vulnerability the very like sarcastic kind of almost like shitting on ourselves and our husband and our baby crawling our baby a crotch goblin and like you know being passive aggressive about our partners I wanted to create this middle ground space of really like instead of everything being over curated romanticizing our life creating a life we love and then also still honoring and owning the moments where things don't feel as cheerful and you're having hard mom days and you know you don't feel like you're being as supportive as as you could be and instead of creating content around shitting on our husbands about it or complaining about it to our friends which we love a good vent sesh but what's going to come from that I would much rather support like our community and talking about how the fuck can we ask for more support what does that look like what more support are we needing for us to feel more seen and supported the spiritual hot mom shit podcast is all about just the same way creating a life we love I want to create a safe space that we love I also want to create a space that we can get the fuck off of Instagram who else is like not loving Instagram (laughs) I talk about this all the time, but I feel that being more present in your life is one of the most spiritual hot mom shit tasks that you can do. One of the most magical things that you can do in your life is simply look up more. And nothing has taught me about presence and nothing has taught me about the power of being present more than birth and having a baby. I feel a lot of the postpartum anxiety is so, first off, real. Postpartum depression, postpartum rage, postpartum anxiety are so real real and a lot of it come from this really like energetic overwhelm of you are feeling so much more than you ever have in this life and I really want to honor anyone who's going through that but or not but but and really looking at where we can kind of nurture ourselves more and that's another beautiful layer and aspect of this podcast about you know really healing the divine feminine and healing any mother wounds or any just you know female wounds that we have at all I think that we live in a world right now that kind of weaponizes the feminine and we kind of weaponize the masculine and it's a really beautiful time to kind of come in this space of balancing it all and healing it all and doing it not only for us but for you know the women before us the women after us and the woman that we are now I am just so buzzing with excitement and gratitude for this space on the internet where you know (laughs) we're not shaming for formula we're embracing the pumping we're supporting people's journeys and we're holding space for people to figure it out I feel a lot that you know again going back to the topic of the two sides where it's either super curated or it's super just like self-deprecating I want to create this space where you're allowed to figure it out You're allowed to figure it out, you're allowed to change your mind, and you're allowed to know that it's safe for you to do so. It's safe for you to love your life. It's safe for you to be present and feel all your feelings. It's safe for you to ask for help, and it's safe for you to be who you are. Um, I really do want to bring back long-form content because I read this study the other day saying that the average person has an attention span of like six seconds, which is absolutely the most wild thing I've ever heard. But you think about it and you're on Instagram stories. You can't even read posts anymore. We get so bored. We're on TikTok. We're constantly scrolling. I know now to never do three-minute videos, which is so funny. I can rarely hold people's attention for three minutes. Um... 
And I want to bring back the magic of slow living, of intentional living. I call it radiant living. And, you know, that's why I create this content that I do. I create the content that I want to see and that I want to feel. And I know that it won't always connect with everyone, but that's okay. And I hope it connects with you on some level. This podcast is not about, you know, having people on to promote their books or having doctors on to prove this point or that point. This podcast is like you sitting down and and having a joint or a glass of wine with your girlfriends and creating a loving space with feminine energy to be yourself. Yes, we will have, you know, knowledgeable moments and sharing those things, but I feel like so often in early motherhood and even in pregnancy, we're shoved with so much information that we don't even know our own opinion anymore. And I want to just hold space for people to grow into their own version of a mother. Growing into your own version of a mother. I am just so excited, you guys. I love you all so, so much. And I just know that this podcast is going to bring so much beauty and radiance and just fulfillment and nourishment to yourself. I want this podcast to feel like a hug. I want this podcast to feel like you are sitting down with your girlfriends and you are tapping into your inner goddess and you are feeling more connected to your power. I had asked you guys on Instagram to leave some questions and I thought for the end of this first episode we would do some questions, you can hear my answers, and then we can close the podcast. But know that these podcasts, some are going to be super long and then some we're going to have little self-love quickies I call them that are just little pockets that you can realign your energy, elevate your energy, just vibe higher, call back some self-love energy, and maybe pick yourself up on some of those hard hard days so let's start with some of the questions because they're always juicy and good hmm let's see I asked you guys on Instagram so if you're not following our our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram you must do that can we also talk about the like spiritual attacks that are going on with like all the spam accounts so let me tell you there's two things happening with the fake accounts and as much as I would love to say that I'm special and like people just want my audience um it's really not it's (laughs) it's happening all over with like bigger accounts it's happening with my Marissa Lace account my spiritual hot mom shit uh yeah spiritual hot mom shit account TikTok and Instagram and what people are doing and this just happened to my friend Shawnee but she basically was doing a giveaway and people created a fake account and then they were messaging people being like oh my god you won just send us money for shipping so people are one creating fake accounts to grow the accounts to get a lot of followers um and it's so interesting because what they do once they get a lot of followers on the account is they can then sell the account to brands to micro brands whoever um and so the account will already have some engagement some followers da 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 the second thing that people do when they're like using spam accounts and such is they'll try and scam people out of money so I guess some of the screenshots that I've seen is like people using my photos using my uh, followers they'll go through who's following me follow them back send them a message being like oh my god I felt so called to you I want to do a reading for you, blah, blah, blah. I don't do free readings. Um, I don't do readings. I have a wait list. No, ma'am, that would never happen. So just a little moment to have, <sighs> just always look at the username. 
so overwhelming. It was very stressful the other morning at 4 a.m. I was like, oh my god, what the hell am I gonna do? There's nothing I can do, so we surrender. Okay, first question that we are going to jump into, why not make it a spicy one from Kylie? What are my thoughts on co-sleeping? So, my thoughts on co-sleeping are that before I had my baby, I was a hard no. I was a hard no. I said, oh my God, look at her $1,600 snoo. That's my bestie in a Tessie, you know what I mean? Um, and I thought it would be a hard no. I thought contact napping would be a hard no. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm a co-sleeping bitch. I am. I am a co-sleeping bitch. And I do think there are safe ways to do co-sleeping. I don't think it's for everyone. I think, you know, you... Pros and cons. Pros and cons. I will say that the U.S. is one of the very few countries who are against it. Um, And I think you just have to figure out what works best for you and your family. I think, again, there are safe ways to do it. And when she was like a newborn newborn, like, you know, mild fluids still in her lungs. um, Yeah, we weren't doing it then. But... I think that having thoughts on things that don't apply to you also is a waste of energy. Which... We will get to that because I saw a very good question that I um, hmm, that I wanted to get to, but let's keep it moving. <sighs> Sarah asked, at first I was really intimida- intimidated by being left alone with baby. Is that normal? Yes, 100,000 fucking percent. And I know in my new Marissa Lace like uh, three-month motherhood update video, I talked about this. I wish more people would own and honor so many things in motherhood one that we're scared two things are overwhelming three uh, your baby cries and it's all fine it's all gucci golden i had a lot of anxiety when i would uh first be alone with lila not because i couldn't handle it but because like you are still getting into this rhythm with your baby and to look for a rhythm to want to create these patterns to want to create this structure for your nervous system because you know when we're already like not having enough sleep when we're really feeling like we're walking on eggshells we're not wanting to walk wake the baby up we're hoping breastfeeding and nursing is going well you know we got a lot on our plate and baby our arms are tired from pushing that baby out so I want to point out that that is totally normal and with that being said something that I wish I did more in the very beginning was ask for help Mr. Manifestor only got two weeks off of uh work so you know for him he was only able to be home for two weeks and then we were actually at in the hospital two or three extra days so I remember coming home from the hospital and being like oh my god some of the time that we were gonna gonna get into a rhythm gonna get into a routine is already gone so I wish that I would have asked for help earlier and whether that be from your girlfriends whether that be from family you know whether you're hiring a nighttime postpartum doula which I think should be more normalized I see people shitting on night nurses and like doulas and stuff on TikTok all the time. Knock that shit off. Knock that shit off. If you can't afford it, just say it. If you can't afford it, just say it. Because a lot of times I look into those things that people are shitting on and it's actually affordable. You actually can really like step up and serve yourself. And there are so many moms who really are changing the narrative, stepping up for themselves. And I am so proud of you women who are asking for help, who are letting people step in. And if you feel like you really struggle asking for help, I welcome and invite you and hug you so tightly in this moment to remind you to ask for help because I wish I would have done it sooner and you best believe if there's a baby lace number two I'm hiring a postpartum doula 1000 percent um okay let's see (laughs) thoughts on birth control I know you've said 
shrimp is the only one you want. Okay, I think people misinterpret this. I don't know that shrimp is the only one I want. I say all the time that I had such a beautiful pregnancy. I had the ideal birth. I have an amazing baby where I fear that it's a trap. I <laughs> I have such beautiful memories of pregnancy and labor and birth and all these things that I would hate to like have any other thoughts of them and Lila is such an amazing baby and I know people say this that like I can't imagine loving anyone more but like 1000% I couldn't imagine loving anyone more than Lila and it almost like upsets me to think about taking away time energy or love from Lila to be totally honest so um with birth control I am a family planning bitch um I have gotten my cycle back, so tracking ovulating and such is pretty easy. Um, I say that, but we also are using condoms. You are incredibly fertile after pregnancy. You're incredibly fertile after a miscarriage, after a chemical pregnancy, whatever it may be. All of these things, you are so mother effing fertile. So, very good to know. And if you are like me and the last thing that you want is a child, um, I, I'm team condom 1000%. Mm. navigating the change of motherhood with your partner successfully from Olivia. So I think that I want to do a whole podcast about this. And I saw this term one time called the baby bomb of your relationship. And I've talked to my other girlfriends who are moms and I've talked to my other influencer friends who are moms. And everyone says that the first year is really fucking hard. And I agree with them. I think that, you know, navigating it is surrendering a lot navigating it is reminding yourself that you're on the same team navigating it successfully is reminding yourself that the resentment does not have to happen and here's what I mean by that is that a lot of the times we do not want to take things out on baby right of course of course of course of course this poor little sweet innocent being we can't be taking things out on the baby so you know this energy that we're feeling we want to direct it somewhere and a lot of the times, if we're not meditating, if we're not practicing some sort of like regulation within ourselves, some sort of like really practice, we get into this space of needing to release it somewhere, which is why I talk about going on uh, spiritual hot mom walks, which is why I do my morning practice every morning, which is why I am a big over communicator with my partner. And, you know, I think the only way that you do it unsuccessfully is by not communicating and trying to do nothing and act like, you know, just sweeping it under the rug. So I want to just remind you that all you have to do is be open. And I remember after birth, I felt so open, so vulnerable, so raw. I had never leaned on a person physically and emotionally, spiritually. My aura, she blew the fuck up. Um... I had never been as open with a person as I was in labor. And whether that be with my birth team, I literally couldn't cry thinking about these women who supported me as well as my partner. So I just want to remind you that to not even judge yourself of is there a wrong way? Because the only like unsuccessful route here is to do nothing, say nothing, and just hope it mends itself. I want you to really invite yourself to feel it all and share it with your partner. And knowing that it's not a blame game, knowing that there doesn't have to be resentment, and knowing that at the end of the day, this is your baby. This is your love manifested in physical form. Think about that. This is your love manifested in physical form you two literally came together and created this fucking beautiful soul very cheesy very true and moving on okay very good question my favorite 
favorite baby monitor for baby shrimp. So uh, we don't use a baby monitor a lot since she is glued to my hip these days. Um, and my favorite baby monitor is the Baby Optics. Um, it has a beautiful big, big screen. It has like sound, it has night vision, and it's not connected to Wi-Fi, which is my absolute mother effing thing. Next, did you use an app to track diaper changes, feeding, sleep for doctor's visits? No. No, I did not fucking not. And here's what I did. I had this little baby journal. I took it out of uh, my purse, but I'll link it on our Instagram. I had this little baby journal and instead of using the apps, I don't know what it is about motherhood, but motherhood shook me to my core of everything that we get very obsessed with like digital things, wanting to digitalize everything. And I want to remind you that you know what you're doing. You know what you are doing. You know how to mother your baby. You know exactly what they need. And sometimes I feel like we get really wrapped up in the gadgets and all these tools and all these things. They're great, but they're just tools. The foundation for the tools is your love and knowing of your baby. So I'm going to link the journal that I use because it was so much more helpful. Um, and we did track the diapers in the beginning. I think the first like month but that's just to make sure that she was taking enough milk and that was only because we were still trying to do the whole nursing thing once we moved to formula everything got a whole lot easier when I say formula I mean bottle feeding because we were also doing uh breast milk in the bottles as well so sometimes I mix mix those up let me see best poto best postpartum tip advice you feel like no one gave you my best postpartum tip is to stay home create a cocoon stay home create a cocoon let people come to you and let people help you i know that we are living in a very odd time right now um wash your hands you love them and you trust them if you love them and you trust them let them come let yourself be supported let yourself stay in bed get a big cozy robe do so much skin to skin with baby and just soak up these first like two months please that is my postpartum tip because here's the thing when we're in postpartum we're sore we're swollen all these things anyway stay the fucking bed stay the fucking bed let people bring you food let people do the dishes let people hold the baby let people you know just kind of let yourself be supported and i feel like that's where um as women, we struggle and I struggled with this of we feel like we have to do it all. And we feel like when we take help, when we accept help, we're either losing connection with the baby. We are losing our value as a woman or a mother that we should be able to do it all. You don't have to do it all. You do not have to do it all. You get to be seen and loved and supported exactly as you are. And in postpartum, exactly as you are is you just went through one of the most beautiful and consuming <laughs> experiences of your life and you get to be supported you do and if that doesn't feel good to you to have people around so for example the only people that I had around were uh just one of my girlfriends and then my grandparents and my grandparents have pretty much raised me my whole life so those were pretty much like my parents um and you know other family they don't live close my grandparents they are our neighbors so it's very different but if I needed something about a week into it they would help and I was finally able to ask for help and it felt good it felt good to have help I know that we see I've seen a ton on TikTok about people like not wanting people hold the baby not people not wanting people to touch the baby but it really helped me to have this foundation of trust and love of people that I could have help um and I know that not everyone has that and I have felt that in my life so I just welcome you to 
see where you could have more help in your life and know that I'm sending you all the love and support. Mm, Let's see. Still looking at the questions. I did not screenshot these ahead of time. Let's see. Mm. Is it possible to remain an individual as a mother? I'm feeling like it's coming my only personality trait. 100%. And I think one of the best ways to start feeling more like you again. So for me, a quote unquote non-negotiable is I, people think I'm crazy, but I wake up early so I can have my own me time. I wake up early so I can have my own me time. And I post about this a lot on the spiritual hot mom shit Instagram. And I wake up early to have my own time. I wake up early to create the space in my life for myself. And a lot of the time we start to lose ourselves in motherhood, I feel like, because we are so wrapped up in this person and we think we have to mesh ourselves to them. When in all actuality, I want to remind you that your baby chose you for a reason. Your baby soul chose you for you. Whether, you know, of course you're going to going to grow together and evolve together, but I want to remind you that you maintaining yourself, you maintaining your energy, you maintaining your loves and desires and joy in this life makes you a better mother. It makes you a better partner. So really thinking about these things in your life that you were doing before your baby came like what would you do that felt so good and again this goes back to asking for help asking for help and I think that that's something too that I really want to normalize in this podcast besides just formula and pumping and relactating and you know crystals and all the woo-woo shit that we love but it's also just like the support which is the most spiritual hot mom shit leaning into the divine feminine and knowing that you get to be loved even when you can't hold it all. You're not only lovable and worthy if you are doing everything for everyone else. You get to show up for you. My ass is getting off right now looking at this TJ Maxx that I'm about to go strut my ass inside. Strut, baby, strut. That's right, strut. I'm not walking, I'm strutting. You know what I mean? My aura is vibrating. My energy is high. My cup is filled, bitch. She overflowing, overflowing. And I want to remind you guys too that a lot of the times I had to embrace this idea of what a mother had to be. And what I mean by that is I think it was about week three I really wanted to go on a walk, but I was super nervous about going on a walk and like, what if Lila gets upset? What if she's cold? All these things. And I said, you know what? I got to go do it. I got to go do it. And I think it really is this exactly what Sarah asked in her question of like being nervous of being alone with the baby. It's not because you're not capable, but because like so many things could happen. And I want to remind you that just like you build your confidence with working out, just like you build your confidence in dating, just like you're building your confidence at work, you get to build your confidence as a mother. You get to build your confidence as a mother. And there is no space in this life that you don't get to feel confident in, but it's just a muscle that we need to work. It's a muscle that we need to work. 
And if all that we are doing is focusing on taking care of everyone else, it's also making sure that you're taking care of you also. So, you know, when you're nursing your baby, can you make sure that you have a water bottle next to you? When you're nursing your baby, can you make sure that, you know, spiritual hot mom shit, you put the spiritual hot mom shit playlist on and have some healing frequencies going? So many of you guys have shared with me that the playlist calms your baby. And I swear that playlist makes Lila's nap times at least 30 minutes long longer at least 30 minutes longer so you know really looking at you don't need to be living on a beach in bali to feel like a spiritual woman you don't need to you know have this three-hour morning ritual to feel like it's worthy you don't need to transform everything in your life to feel like you're changing within it's these small gradual steps that we are doing that equate to spiritual hot mom shit Spiritual hot mom shit is creating a life you love and creating a life you love and doing the work and showing up for you again for the women before you, for the woman you are now, and for the women who are to come. Creating a life we love, being someone we love. But I love you guys so, so much. I can't wait to hear what you guys thought about the first podcast episode. Make sure to send me a screenshot and tag me. I want to see you guys listening to the podcast. So I love you guys so much. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear episode number two.